Psalm chapter 1. Maybe you're already there. Psalm chapter 1. Let's pray. Lord, help us now as we look at your word for a few moments. Lord, I pray that you'd open it up to us, Lord, and just teach us some fresh things from a well-known psalm. And uh, Lord, encourage our hearts here in the middle of the week, as we always have, already have been by the music and the great, your great faithfulness, and uh, Lord, these enduring truths. We thank you for it, in Jesus' name, amen. All right. It says, blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. And uh, the idea of that is that it's something that is continuous. Um. There's something consistent going on with that man. And there's very few concepts in the Bible that are more positive than the aspects of God's blessing. And to be in a blessed place, um, to be in a place where there's peace and and there's freedom um, because of the nature of, of your walk with the Lord. And so... It just starts out with that, that, uh, that wonderful concept. Blessed is a man, and then there's some qualifiers here. It says that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And so the qualifiers uh, obviously have to do with some things that are in the negative here. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call, uh, call these three points um, uh, beholding, behaving and belonging, because there's a bit of a progression here, isn't there? It says, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And so to me, that's somebody that's just kind of like, okay, they're, they're giving an ear to it, right? They're, they're showing some interest in, in, in things that, that aren't godly. They're showing some th- some, an interest in things that aren't biblical. Um, they're giving attention to it. They're beholding it, right? And then it says, uh, nor standeth in the way of sinners. So they were just kind of, you know, walking near it. Now they're stopped, and there may be now some, some uh, intentional behavior that's going along with this now. It's not just, you know, passing by with some interest. Uh, now there's a stopping and, and, and a, um, some behavior that is intentional with that. And the progression continues, it says, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And when you sit down in the company of the scornful, uh, now what what have you done? Well, you've cast in your lot with them, right? Uh, You've made yourself one of them. You belong now. And uh, and so um, each one of those those, uh, steps is, is... a little further away from that place of blessing. And, uh, and so, you know, this is a great message. We, have the, uh, we don't have youth groups, so we have more young people in here tonight. It's a great message for young people because it's so easy, you know, during those years when you have that curiosity, which is God-given, you have that time where you're just questioning things, you know, you want to see it for yourself, and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you want to give attention to the things of the Lord, because he has the answers. And it's so easy when you're, uh, when you're experimenting and you're curious and you're asking questions to start to give ear to foolishness and to kind of go through that progression in your interests. And you start delving into things. And as you delve, you know, um, you stay a little longer than what you intended. 
and then you end up, you know, forming habits sometimes that are hard to shake. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like when people get into gangs, you know, when they go through that progression, whatever it is, because you think, well, you know, why, why would anybody ever get into that, like a gang like that? What's the attraction? Well, ultimately, you know, it's wanting something to belong to something and pursuing something. And then once you get into that, it's really hard to get out, right? So it's better not to go down that road at all. Now, is it impossible to get out? No, it, it, you, you can get out. You can get out, but uh, there's probably going to be some scars to it. There's probably going to be some things that, um, you know, some, some, some things that are painful on the way out. And, uh, and so if you want to be blessed in your life, just think about that. And let's go to uh, uh, Psalm, uh, sorry, let's go to Proverbs chapter 4. Because it says something similar here in Proverbs chapter 4. And we'll pick it up in uh, verse 13. Proverbs 4, verse 13. It says, Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. That's the place of blessing. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. All right? So there's, I mean, that's beating the point home, isn't it, right there? Um, look, how do you keep from going into that way to begin with? Well, you avoid it. The Bible says, abstain from all appearance of evil. So that is when that which you know is wrong appears, you're going to say, no, I'm, I'm going a different direction right now. That's my red flag right there. All right? And, uh, and, and so avoid it. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. And then, look, if you know it's in that place, then just don't go that way anymore. Avoid it. Pass not by it. When it does appear, turn from it, and what? And pass away. Keep going. Just keep going. Keep going in, in, the, in the direction that you know um, is the place of blessing. So go back to Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, there is a tremendous amount of ways in which you can uh, get information these days, right? And uh, we hold, you know, technology in our pocket that can access, <laughs> you know, all of the counsel of the ungodly that you would ever want to pursue, right? It's all there. Um, and uh, you, can, you can linger in the way of a sinner, you can sit in the seat of just the, the, the mocker if that's the way you choose to go. It's all accessible, and the voices, um, you know, the, the, they're, they're prolific. They're prolific. And so the more access that there is, the more that we're going to have to be intentional to say this. I want God's blessing. I want to be in the place of blessing, not in the place of, uh, of deadness and of uh, ultimately uh, of the cursed. And... Uh, and so it says here now in the positive, verse 2, but by contrast, the place of blessing, his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now we tend to, you know, in our flesh, we, we chafe at the law. Hey, go do that. <laughs> Who are you telling me to go, you know, right? Um, unless you're a true yoke fellow. He was the one, you know, Paul said, true yoke fellow. I mean, why don't you tell him whatever? And he's just ready to go, right? The rest of us were kind of like, uh, yeah, okay, yep, all right, I've got to get my heart in the right place, yes, I'll, I'll do that, because it's right, right? <laughs> um, 
But look, you know, when it comes to God's law, I mean, His ways are good. They represent, you know, His heart to protect us and to guide us. And uh, we can delight in those things. You know, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Why? Because if you love him, his commandments are from his heart. So what is there not to love about those, right? Um, they're not grievous to us. And uh, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. We talked about that a few weeks ago. It's just, uh, you know, along the way, God's word is practical. I like practical preaching, right? Don't just give me information, you know. Help me take that journey of discovering, you know, how I can apply this to my life. Holy Spirit, show me how I can put this into action right now. I can leave here tonight, and I can, I can think about some things that I learned and write off. I can see that there's situations in which I can, I can apply that, right? And uh, so what am I doing? Throughout the, you know, day and, and night, whenever I find myself, every waking moment, you know, whatever scenario I get into, you know, I can apply the truth that I know that God has given me in order to walk wisely in that place of, of blessing. And it gives now a, a, a word picture. It gives a metaphor to us here in verse 3, just uh, by way of comparison. That blessed person will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, whatsoever he doeth shall not prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff, which the, what's the next word? Wind. I've often told my wife, and I don't know, like, you know, if I just need therapy or what, but I, the, of all the weather phenomena there is out there, the wind is the one that always gets me. I just do not like the wind. <laughs> uh, maybe it goes back to my childhood, you know, in the Patagonia, where you get like a hundred mile an hour gusts of winds, and, uh, you know, you go outside and blow you right over. And I don't know, you know, it's like... Um, but the, the, the wind, we, we experienced some wind here recently, didn't we? Uh, look, you know, if you, get, if you have a day that's like 10 below and it's sunny and there's no wind, it's no big deal, right? You just put on a little more clothes. I mean, your nostril might freeze a little bit, but other than that, it's like you're good to go, right? Uh, but if it's windy out along with that, that's a whole different story. Well, the wind here recently, what did it do? It exposed the fact it exposed the fact that we have a, a lot of trees in Maine have very shallow root systems, don't they? And uh, what happens when there's a shallow root system? Well, when the wind comes, you know, it, it topples, right? It topples. It's not firmly rooted. You know, it just leans whatever way the wind's blowing. And uh, we, we cannot be like that as Christians. And as a Christian, we need to be like that, that tree that has a very deep root system that is firmly planted. We're not going to be blown around by every wind that comes along. You know, it's like the ungodly. Well, you know, uh, they're not so. They're like the chaff that the wind driveth away. I mean, have you looked at some of the things that people are buying into today? Like the, the you know, the fairy tales and the make-believe world that, that people are living in and calling it true? It's amazing. But it proves the point right here. Because it's like whatever you know, way the wind is blowing, people are like, yeah, I'm just going to go in that direction. You know, that must be right. And you get a whole bunch of people talking about that it's right, you know. 
on the little square on your wall there. They're all telling you that's the way you got to think. And uh, uh, people just go along with it, just blown in that direction. Um, but as, as Bible thinkers, can't do that to us, right? I know it's kind of frustrating sometimes to people, but you can't, you can't just blow us all over the place. Why? Because there's a root system that's given to us here. You know, we're in that place of blessing. We're going to put our roots down deep there. It's going to be like that tree that's planted by the river of water. You know, our roots go down in there. We get the nutrients. We got everything we need here. We're not budging from this. This is, uh, this is where we're planted. This is going to bring forth fruit uh, all the days of our life as God lives, gives us um, health, spiritual health and vitality. Um, and uh, uh, it says there in verse 5, Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment or sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And and so that's the sad thing about it. I mean, are the implications big while we're here on earth? Yeah, you know, what you believe has big implications. And, and the direction that people has taken now, um, you know, it, it, there's consequences to it. There's consequences in our land. Um, you know, the uh, 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 state of Maine, the little state of Maine is number eight of all the states um, when it comes to the percentage of sodomy. Number eight. Uh, they, they were listing the states, and they said the number one state was Washington, D.C. Okay, that's not a state. Okay, just quit it. <laughs> you can't trick me that easily, all right? But it was 15%. 15%. Man. I mean, that's like the... That's, that's the capital, right? That's the representative spot right there. Uh, and, uh, but it says, you know, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And you want to stay in that place, you know, even if it seems like the minority at times. And, and, um, and the whole scope of it, you know, there's plenty of people that have gone before us, that cloud of witnesses that have kept that faith, you know, uh, but even without that, I mean, it doesn't matter. The numbers don't, 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 don't matter. If we feel like we're in the, the, uh, the minority, it doesn't matter. We want to pl- be in the congregation of the righteous. In the congregation of the righteous. By whose definition? By God's definition. You know, you're going to stick to what I said is right. And uh, that's the place of blessing. Um, and there'll come a time... You know, that the ungodly will not be able to, to stand in, 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 in the judgment. Uh, in verse 6, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. And there's, a, there's an idea to that is that he is, he's deeply interested in, and acquainted with those that desire to walk with him. He has a personal interest in, in that and uh, reciprocating that and just uh, fostering that. Um, and, you know, the Lord, uh, the Lord takes note of those things. And the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly ultimately uh, shall perish. Now, that can do a whole bunch of things. You know, when I read that, when I read that phrase right there, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, we won't, we won't take time to, to you know, uh, necessarily talk about it uh, discussion-wise, but when you read that phrase right there, the way of the ungodly shall perish. How do you feel about that? What's your initial feeling about that? I, I, my feel is going different directions. But I, I think as a Christian, where I really need to land on that is a burden. Right? Um, 
You know, the Bible says that there's a way that God has provided because he loves the world through which, you know, um, we don't have to perish. We can have everlasting life with a loving God. And uh, that message was provided because of ungodliness. That's why Jesus came and died. And so when I look at that and I say, the way of the ungodly shall perish, I'm thinking, you know, man, that everybody in this world without God is in a terrible, dangerous spot. Because perish has the idea of being separated from God for eternity, right? No more opportunity to be in that place of blessing. Irrevocable. Um, and so really it's for Christians, you know, that we're, because what does it say? When, when, we're, when that tree is firmly planted by that rivers of water, what is it supposed to do? It's supposed to bring forth fruit. It's not just it's supposed to be this pretty tree. Ah, it's a beautiful tree there. You know, it's a wonderful tree. That tree's been there for a long time. Look how strong that tree is. That's not the point. The point is that that tree is supposed to bring forth fruit. Um, and uh, we know as Christians that, that really uh, the, a big part of what, it, what the Bible talks about as far as our fruit goes is for us to find people that are on the way, you know, to being separated from God forever and to show them how, you know, they can be in that place of blessing with God. Um, and, uh, and so that burden... Um, really should, should uh, be fostered when we come to that last phrase of, of, uh, of the psalm there. So that's psalm number one, and that's a great psalm. It's a challenging psalm. It's also very encouraging, and I hope it was of help to you uh, here this evening. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the Bible. I thank you for uh, 